0: This week's episode is proudly sponsored by Sims International. Sims International are a specialist memory distributor and trusted partner for IT resellers, system builders, OEMs and IT service providers. Head to sims.co.uk today to speak with an expert about understanding, selecting and sourcing
1: your memory needs. Hello and welcome, welcome this morning to this uh, week's episode of That Engineering Chat. Um, I'm very, very happy this morning because I'm actually going to be chatting today with my co-host, Caroline Hayes. Morning, Caroline. Good
0: morning. How are you? I'm, I'm very well. I'm live and in person today. <laughs>
1: She's live and in person. Um, those that have probably followed us since the beginning, we've done many um, Zoom episodes, haven't we? And yeah. we? So we've done a lot of just audio-only episodes, but we've never actually done a studio episode together and the first few of these I've done on my own, but I'm very happy to have you with me now.
0: And it's nice to be here. Yes.
1: Breaking so Breaking
0: frontiers with you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so we've got an exciting guest on this morning. He's He's full of energy, full of life, which is what we like here. We like to keep it exciting at the front of engineering. And we're going to be talking to Rob, who is the director of Origin Engineering Solutions. And good morning to you, Rob. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good to be here. Good to be here. Rob's like, we've told Rob he needs to get near to the mic. <laughs>
2: yeah, the hunchback of yeah. Richard it <laughs> The
1: hunchback
2: of origin. Yes. <laughs> How are you today? Yes, very good. Thank you. Very good. Pleased to, pleased to be here. Yeah. So thanks, for, thanks for having me on.
1: No, well, it's super to talk to you because we actually met, didn't we, originally at the EDS show, which is um, some of these we're doing for EDS, towards EDS Reconnect. And that was the first time I talked to you,
2: wasn't it? We did. It took a while to get on the, uh, get on the podcast. But, yeah. Um, yeah, we've met at a few shows now. We have so, now. Uh, it's good to finally be able to um, talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. In person, in person,
1: and recorded. Yeah. yeah. So you're gonna to have to be on best behavior, Rob.
2: Yeah, it's nerve wracking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, could you tell those uh, listening today a little bit about about Origin and you know, bit a bit of a backstory,
2: please? Yeah. So um, Origin uh, Engineering Solutions, are uh, basically a, a software reseller. Mm-hmm. Um, so we focus on providing software specifically to the manufacturing sector. Um, and also do the, the support and training of, of those products as well. Um, so um, yeah, we, 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 we try and focus on the, uh, on the design side of things, which is quite different to um, a lot of, a lot of our competition. Yeah, so um, yeah, we, we're all about providing a set of solutions that um, product designers can use to improve their productivity really.
1: And when you say offering different service, how, how what would you say makes you different?
2: So um, a core part of our business is, is simulation software. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the uh, the product development process, typically simulation is used towards the, the the end of a product development process. So before it comes into production, you'll, you'll be wanting to simulate that, that that's going to work um, as, as intended. Um but product designers, uh, the people that are usually using CAD to design the products, they don't really have access to simulation solutions. Um, and we believe that actually if, if you give um, design engineers simulation products, um, they can make better decisions earlier in that product development uh, process. And actually when, when you look at the costs of developing a product, most of the costs are locked up in that early development cycle so that if we're able to help design engineers explore materials and explore ideas earlier on so they can refine their their, their, their designs we hope that we can speed up product development have a faster time to market but also reduce some some of those uh, costs associated with, with developing products on the on the CAD side of things um a very saturated market. Everyone uses CAD. Um, we focus on uh, specific um, uh, use cases. Mm-hmm. So um, we, we focus more on, on manufacturing engineers as opposed to sort of full detailed design. So the solutions we pick and the, the, the customers we serve, we hope that we operate in, in kind of a niche that allows us to deliver um, you know, quite a lot of value in terms of our knowledge and, and, and where, we, where we sit in terms of our products.
1: That makes me feel very old when we say CAD, everyone's using CAD, because I do remember a long, long time ago when that was relatively a new thing. Oh. That's showing my age, isn't it?
0: <laughs> you are a lot older than you look. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old CAD cam. And oh, the, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And, I mean, so you, when you say you, you, you've got, offer some of that leading CAD software, what, you, yeah?
0: Oh, yes, you've got, um, yeah,
1: Sorry, that's all right.
0: So, looking at um, your portfolio, if you like, you've got some um, some of the main names of the the industry there, with Ansys and Altair.
2: Yeah, yeah, correct. So, um,
0: so how did you come to partner, or how did you come to choose those to partner with? What were their What's the appeal?
2: Well, I, I mean, uh, they're the best in, in the industry for for, for what they do, um, particularly in terms of. Um, Simulation software. Mm. Um, you know, Ansys and, and Altair are, are both you know huge, huge companies. Um, the way that we work with both of them is um, Ansys we use um, more on the uh, product development side, so uh, FEA and CFD, so uh, stress and fluid analysis and thermal and analysis. It's essentially simulating products before they're built to test how they're going to behave in, in the real world. So. Um, if you're uh, designing, um, uh, you know, a, a car, for example, you're going to want to do go and do, st- you know, stress testing and, yeah. and, and all of that sort of thing. So, so we typically work with with Ansys in terms of that that product set, um, and we also um, uh, provide one of their uh, CAD products, which is integrated in with their simulation products. Um, Altair, we we work with more on the on the manufacturing method side. So there's obviously the simulation of how products will behave in the real world, but then also there's actually simulating the manufacturing process. Mm. So if we're, doing, um, if we're doing casting, if we're doing injection molding, if we're doing metal forming, can we simulate that production process so that we don't go and uh, start a production run and realize that the the, the parts that we're producing are, are not of the quality that we want mm-hmm. so there's two sides to our business really there's the design-based simulation to help them build better products and understand how they're going to behave in the real world and the other side to our business is is, is more the simulation of, of actual manufacturing uh, methods so um the two solutions you know compete um Uh, complement each other um, pretty well um and yeah they're they're just the best at what we do so we're we're very privileged to um to work with them really
1: and yeah i just just to to, i mean because i'm interested because on your website it says that ansys discovery is the world's most versatile analysis tool is that i mean can you talk a bit more about that you've covered some of that i know yeah
2: well um so i think it's again if you look at our why we exist, which is to empower you know, design engineers with, um, with, with tools. Um, there's a couple of different components to, to that. The, the first thing that they need to do is to be able to deal with, with geometry, um, deal with 3D models. So a simulation tool for them must be able to uh, allow them to create geometry very quickly. It must also allow them to import whatever models they they want into the simulation software. So a lot of our clients will be using other CAD tools, perhaps not ours. You know, they might use SolidWorks, Catia, um, Creo, um, AutoCAD products. So being able to import those those models is is really important to them, and being mm-hmm. able to manipulate. Um, that that geometry is, is is important. So the first thing is you you need a, a, a very good tool in terms of geometry. Um, in simulation, once you've prepared that geometry, you're you're then going to run simulation on it. But design engineers they need to do it very very quickly. Mm. Um, so um, we've picked a tool which essentially has has two modes. W- without getting too technical, the first mode runs off. Um, a user's graphics card which makes it very very quick so essentially they can create a um a model and run uh you know structural uh, fluid or thermal analysis um, and the results will, will load within you know 30 seconds so immediately they'll be they'll be able to see is my design right um mm. uh, ha- have the materials that i've selected given the right outcome in terms of displacement for example in terms of um, stress um so they're able to explore that. Um, but then y- you would typically go a step further. So once you've got a couple of different designs, before you go and put it into production, you're then really going to do detailed analysis so that you then need higher fidelity um, solvers in, in the background. So we've got that covered as well. So when we talk about um, versatile, um, it's about the whole workflow. It's about how do we deal with our, with our CAD data? Um, how do we run simulations? Um, how do we then edit the design very quickly? We don't want to then put it back into our CAD package to make changes to then run a simulation again. And once we think we're happy, how do we then go and and, uh, and use that, that, that high-fidelity simulation? So we want everyone to be able to do it in one interface. We also want all skill levels to be able to use it in one interface. Uh, and that's important because you have the designers that will be, um, you know, very rapidly exploring ideas, concepts, materials. And then you will have um, CAE engineers or simulation experts um, that, that that also need to carry that on further down the track. Mm-hmm. So if they've got one interface, we, we remove all of that communication, you know, emails, phone calls, trying to explain what something is, or what they're looking to achieve, because it's all on all on one platform. Um, so that that's what we mean by by versatile.
1: Mm. Okay. I mean, I'm really interested. How long has the company been going? Sort of, you know, when, when did it when did it start? Because I'm interested in how that's you know how it's all come about.
2: Yeah. So origin is um, origin's relatively new. Mm. Uh, we've been going for um, just over six months. Um, but we um, inherited um, a client base from a, a former business called called NGIT, yeah. who had been around for o- over ten years. Mm-hmm. So, um, new in the sense that we we we, we want to um, you know do things do things differently. Um, we want to um, expand the solutions that we that we provide to our customers. Um, we want to pick um, you know simulation technology, which we think is the future. Um, but we do have an established client base of, of about 200 people. So mm-hmm. um, new in a sense that we've only been going six months, but there, there is a history there and experience there to, to serve our customers.
0: So is it the simulation part of your business model that is the it's a differentiating factor for you? Um, I think... Uh,
2: Certainly, we, we, we've 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 tried to pivot the business more to doing more simulation. Um, traditionally, a lot of our customers are using the CAD product that we that we provide, and, and we believe the future is is simulation. Um, but simulation in in itself isn't isn't unique. There are lots of um, other um, businesses that will uh, focus on providing simulation products. Um, but, but, but again, it, it's later on in that product development process. So we're very focused on the design side. Who's servicing the design engineers to give them better tools? Um, so we think that's, that's, that's quite unique. Um, you've also got to consider that typically simulation tools later on in the process get, get, get quite expensive. Um, and so you're left in a scenario where actually there's lots of small businesses that would love to be doing simulation and they probably do have the skills to do mm. it. But again that, that, that large investment means that they that they can't do that. So we, we do work with larger businesses and we do have um, you know, um, reputable large clients that everyone would have heard of. But we are trying to bring simulation to the masses, which is something that, that, that hasn't hasn't really been hasn't really been done.
1: I mean so how, when you say that not everyone's doing it but d- how many organizations would you say are using that in their design process at the moment uh, is that a number you can n- g- Not 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 enough. Um, not enough. yeah. I, uh, not enough.
2: Um engineering.com um who, who many of your your listeners would w- would have heard of have have done research into uh, simulation technologies and, and how they're used within within manufacturing um, manufacturing businesses. Um only thirty uh, don't quote me on the numbers thirty seven percent use it in the in the design phase so only thirty seven percent of businesses use simulation early on in the design to um, you know explore those designs and explore materials and when you look at it by by job role um, so you'll have design engineers you'll have manufacturing engineers you'll have CAE engineers only twenty seven percent of of people using simulation are design engineers so it's it's low Mm. Um, and as i said everyone knows that typically the cost of developing uh, it's most expensive early on because Mm. you've got lots of design engineers you've got lots of choice you've got lots of different options um, which takes time Mm. Um, and if a business isn't using simulation they might go and uh, you know, 3D print parts as, as prototypes, and that's expensive, depending on what, what they're mm-hmm. building. They, they might even do physical testing, so they'll, they'll pay a company to physically test it. Um, so they're almost limiting themselves in a sense that there might be lots of ideas that might be good, but they can't go and test all of them. But if they have simulation software, then, then they could do that very quickly. They could whittle it down. So they, they could hopefully improve the quality of their products by um, exploring more options. Um, in contrast to that, they're not going to go and uh, explore and get down the track with a product that they know is not going to work. But if the, if the design engineer can't do that simulation, h- how, how do they know? Um, so they, they find out too late in the process. So they'll pass it on to a CAE engineer who will then run a simulation and say, oh, that's no good. That's not going to work. And then we're back at square one. Yeah. Because so, uh, n-
0: even when you get to the prototype stage, if you, that's an investment for a company, isn't it to get the first prototype mm. produced to then find it doesn't quite fit or work or whatever? So
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. sometimes I'll outsource the um, the, uh, the the prototype, which obviously is a cost. Some businesses do have their own, you know, three D printing machines where they'll go and try and. Uh, depending on what the part is, of course. Um, but that's yeah that that's all that's all quite a large cost to to um to a business when um you know um we'll never get rid of prototypes you know we' we're not suggesting that you know businesses will always have to usually uh, you know test it in real life um but it's a, it's about reducing that um and doing things quicker
1: so when you yeah so i mean when you're talking about the maybe the barriers that come up for organizations you've mentioned there cost but i mean to me it sounds like okay you might spend something at the beginning but like you say it's going to save it's going to save money potentially so is it education do people not know enough about it is there training for anything like this i mean what are the other sort of barriers that come up for organizations
2: yeah i mean i I think there's um there's perhaps a misconception of simulation software as being very very expensive Mm. it definitely can be it it can be when when you get further down the track you know it can cost them it can cost thousands. Um, people think it's very expensive, but most haven't explored all the options, quite, quite frankly. And simulation tools traditionally have been relatively hard to use. You know, they, 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 they have been. Um, an expert needs to know, um, you know, how to, how to mesh apart, for example. Um, so simulation works by you know, turning a model into you know, lots, of, lots of little triangles and then the software's going to calculate those little triangles. Um, and so traditionally you'd have to be an expert on, on that. So the, the cost of the solutions um, and the learning curve meant that businesses left it until right at the last minute when they, 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 had, to, they had to do some simulation. But the technology that we provide is, is different so when I mentioned it, it runs off the graphic cards that makes it quick but it also automatically meshes the the part in the background so you don't necessarily have to be an expert to be mm. able to run those simulations and uh and get some feedback uh, and of course the, the the CAE engineers that will be listening to this will be saying well it, it's good automatically meshing the part to some extent but you will need some more control over it down the track and and that's fine you know we we cover both, but again, we're about let's give designers tools that are easy to use to allow them to quickly explore their concepts and then if we do need to do some more detailed analysis we, we've got all of that in 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 the technology as well. so yeah, I, I think the cost of solutions um, are probably not what people think they are now um, and I think people probably think they're they're too complex when actually they're quite easy. Um and I think probably a lot of small businesses probably think simulation's just for the the giants of mm. of, of this world. Um and I, I, I don't blame them for thinking that because simulation products um certainly can be expensive. Um and there aren't many businesses that focus on the type of simulation that 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 we offer. So when they are going to lots of other businesses and trying to get, you know, quotes for simulation, it will be expensive because they're not focusing on, on our on our particular niche. So um yeah, I think there's several reasons why people aren't aren't adopting it more. But but you mentioned earlier on um, about about CAD. Um, we'll, well, actually, we all move from 2D to 3D. No, mm. no one's questioning that. Nah. No one's questioning that. So where are we going now? Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps complaining about the fact that prices are going up. You know, w- which they are. Um, competitions getting fiercer. So so what do we do? Well. We, we can be smarter in the way that we develop our products. We can do simulation earlier, we can speed up our time to market to beat the competition, um, and we can reduce the amount of mistakes we make. So um, I, I, I see that, that simulation, as I said, it's already there, people are already using it, um, but I think now, well hopefully, we're gonna see more and more businesses use it, use it earlier on to unlock some of those cost savings that we know are there if we streamline that that early product development process
0: yeah <clears throat> it makes sense doesn't it and if yeah. it's if it's an accessible product then your return on investment's going to be a lot
1: realized a lot sooner isn't it well and it yeah. is like we said before is technology is is now g- going at such a speed it's so fast that like you say you've just You've got, you have got to be smarter about things you have got to, you know you have got to think it's about your processes isn't it it's like anything if, if everything is moving faster, getting more expensive then you've got to improve your processes to get get a head start on any of these things
2: yeah well i, I think it, it's also you yeah, know my my, gra- my my background's um, i guess commercial you know sales marketing it's not just about product development. It's about how do we win more business? Mm. You know, how do we win more business? If, if we're a, uh, you know, an SME company um, and we're bidding for a piece of work to develop a product uh, and I'm the buyer and I have two choices and I see two different companies. Mm. The first company shows me a simulation of the product that they've designed and they will show me the strength of that, of that part. They will show me when it's going to fail. Um, they will show me how it's going to behave. The next company turns up and just says, "Oh, between us, we've got twenty years worth of experience, and here's a three D model. Which one are you going to pick?" Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, a lot of our um, customers are actually using it not just to improve product development, mm. but actually as a sales pitch. Yeah, people don't buy from uh, designs. You know, <coughs> people want to see something in 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 real life. Um, so you know. It, Again, it's not just about um, developing better products. It's Mm. how do we win more business? And I don't think people are seeing that angle as much as they they probably should.
1: Mm. No, that makes sense. Is it something you come up across with clients and, you know, obviously you talk to a lot of people in industry.
0: Sure, I have. There's there's a lot of talk about the digital twins, and um, that all feeds into the simulation of of products and how systems work and where it's going to fail yeah um and then that helps you uh, as you say work out where your maintenance is going to be where your downtime manage your downtime that kind of thing so yeah no it's, it's definitely a, a movement within the
2: industry mm. isn't it the engineering industry yeah clients are getting more demanding as well clients want more for their money yeah um and, they, and again they you know they want confidence in in their, in, in the product um and yeah, I mean, we try and differentiate ourselves yeah. by 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 focusing on uh, on, on on designers. Um, companies, manufacturing companies, can can do the same. They can differentiate themselves yeah. by by using by using simulation earlier on in in the uh, in the process.
0: Because mm. yeah, as you say, it's all about time to market, reducing your mm. development time, reducing your development costs. Which, if you haven't got to do various iterations, then you're it's going to be cheaper to, mm. to market, isn't it? Um, I'm going to move on from the ANSYS uh, product range. Yes, definitely. Um, Because you've also got the um, Altair Inspire suite, also simulation products. Um, And I was just wondering what the... Um, not unique selling points because nothing's ever unique, <laughs> is it? But but what are the what different... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they are unique. Unique? They're very Come unique. Come on. Oh, no, you're banned from saying unique if you're oh, a, really? in journalism school. Okay, yeah.
1: nothing's unique. You didn't you hear me adi- say edit that. that out. <laughs> 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 Carry
2: on.
0: <laughs> no, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on the, uh, the Altair Inspire. What
2: yeah, I, I mean, the Altair product... Um, it's very, very easy to use. Mm. Um, and again, we're, we're, you know all of the technology that we, that we provide to our customers always goes back to, can a design engineer use it? Can they use it without being a simulation expert? Um, and um, in Altair's case, the answer is answer's yes. You know, it's, it, it's a five-step process to run a, to run a simulation. The uh, technology is similar in, in terms of it um, meshing in the background, so you don't have to be um, an expert. Um, and it's also um, priced, you know, extremely um, competitively. Um, the products that we provide from Altera are quite, are quite niche, niche products. Um, uh, but, but you know, some of these solutions in in in, in casting, for example, can can cost a business nearly twenty thousand pounds a year. The products that we provide um, are half that. Um, and we believe that again, it's all about exploring design. Um, it, it fits that bill, mm. um, you know. Our, our, I'll throw an, another another stat at you because I, I like stats. <laughs> um, when you when you look at the, the at which stage in the process businesses use simulation um, software, forty seven percent wait until a part or tool fails. So they won't run simulation until it's broken, mm. um, and um, it can cost it, you know a lot of a lot of money. Um, I- if you look at the if you look at the um, the casting side, you know some of our customers, if something goes goes wrong before simulation, they're looking at it costing five to ten thousand pounds every time. Um, well, if you um, invest in simulation software you know it might cost you 500 pounds you know if you're averaging out the cost of the simulation Mm. and and the amount of times you run it it's going to cost you 500 pounds instead of making a a five to ten thousand pound mistake so um in, in the manufacturing space our belief is you should not build a tool and you should not produce any parts until you've done a simulation why would you you know um and um and, and so again, it, it, it's focusing that on 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 the design design side of things. And Altair uh, are very well known for having a very um, easy to use um, user interface, which makes it you know easy for businesses to get on board with with simulation. So very similar to the reasons that we picked Ansys, but this side this time we're looking at the actual simulation of uh, manufacturing methods.
1: Um, and what can engineers use if they're looking at casting quality in the de- design cycle
2: yeah so um it, that'd be uh, a, a product called inspire cast mm. um so they're all they're all named quite quite uh sensible <laughs> so yeah inspire cast which is a a, a, a product which will allow you to um, spot the uh, the potential um Defects, so you know they'll be interested in um, porosity. Um, they'll be interested in things like shrinkage and, and warpage. So uh, again, they'll be able to simulate. Um, you know, based on on, on the input, um, is is that part going to come out as we as we expect it to? And if it doesn't, then we can um, then we can refine. And we we won't we won't name names of, of vendors on this podcast. But you know, again, uh, the solutions that we provide. Um, a sub ten thousand pounds to do the same thing in, in other products you 're looking at plus twenty thousand pounds per year um, now, of course, you know premium products they may well have an extra few bells and whistles. but again, what are we after? We want to explore sp- explore things early in the design phase to eliminate mistakes and what we mm. offer is, is is perfect for that, and it can do more detailed analysis of of, of course um, but again. Forty-seven percent don't bother, and they wait for a mistake. So we just want to—we we, want to change that and get them doing it much earlier.
0: Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. It reminds me <laughs> a bit of the early computers. You'd have everything bundled on, yeah. And you'd buy the computer like, I don't need that. I just want Word, and I just want email. And yeah. Uh, but I've paid for all the extra bits that I'm never going to use anyway. So it sounds a bit like that kind of model.
2: Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of our customers, you know, we we. Um, yeah, we, we follow quite a, a modular approach. So you know, we we try and just give them you know what what they need to to start with. Um, you know, I don't want it to sound like we we can't service more detailed requirements be, 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 because we can. But there's lots of um, there's lots of CAD and simulation products um, out there. Everyone's competing for the same same budget. You have to be able to deliver return on investment fast, otherwise the management team doesn't care. They're not going to buy it. Mm. So. We need to pick products with a, you know, a minimal investment which solves a challenge and will prove it solves a challenge. Um But also, you know, both of the tools I spoke spoke about today, it takes about a day to get people trained. That's what you I know. was
0: going to ask about. <clears throat> so they're basically what they call out-of-the-box yeah, usable yeah. Uh, and you don't need any special training and you can just plug them into... Are they compatible with most systems?
2: Yeah, yeah. So just like... um uh, yeah all of the CAD formats it's, you know really when we talk about compatibility we're, we're talking about can we can we bring in whatever CAD model we want and and the answer is yes um and then um how easy is it to to train people um and it is you know it is a day um not now of course you know y- y- you do have to have some grounding in sort of Maybe your ability to manipulate geometry, but design engineers do—that's what they do for a living. So it's not really much of a step up for them to um, to learn it. So yeah, typically, typically we spend a day on site with customers, and by the end of that, they'll be able to run um, simulations. And of course, from there, that you know they will ring us up. They they will need help. But in terms of sort of paid for training, if you like a day, uh, and then they'll move on to um, their their support with us where they can get know further further help. so they get minimal investment is, is is what businesses are are after and, and and if we are going to introduce a product, I mean these guys are working you know their their mm. sole job isn't to um, learn software so um, they need to be able to learn it quickly and prove a prove a business case and um, we hope that you know if you pick something with a low investment and you pick something that's quick to train. It's obviously faster to get a return on on investment. And there are other products in in, in both of the suites that we do. So we do see customers proving the business case, and then they build up and up and up, and, and that's fine. But it's much easier once you've justified that investment once to then hopefully get the management team to spend some more money <laughs> and you you
1: also offer inspire form for stamping simulation and inspire mold
2: yeah so uh inspire form is for um metal forming uh, yeah. inspire mold is for um uh injection molding yeah they're they're all there's different defects depending on the manufacturing method that that you're that you're looking at but the theory is the same you know whether you're doing forming or extruding or casting you basically don't want to produce the um the tool or, or the part before you know that the manufacturing method's going to work um and that essentially is what all of the inspire products do um you know very well with quite an easy to use interface so yeah the defects are different but yeah. <coughs> what we're trying to do is is is, is the same you know re- reduce reduce the costs of, of yeah. things of things going wrong
1: and that and that where, and where is that used in a products development cycle? Is that like you know, like you're saying there? Is is there a specific point, or is it different case to case?
2: It's no, it's 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 the same. It's it's early. early. So if if you think uh, you know, um, before a, a business goes to um, uh, producer, you know, a casting or you know, injection molding. I mean, plastics. You mm. know, you look around the room. Something would have been injection molded. Yeah. Um, a business has to buy the tool for that to produce it, and they're very expensive. Um, they obviously have to buy the materials for that so um, yeah very early on let's test that manufacturing method before we hit the green button to start producing it mm. let, let's make sure it's going to going to work I mean there are other use cases you know sometimes with with the best will in the world um, something doesn't go as planned um, so then they might almost be using simulation in in the, in the reverse so something has gone wrong and now they're trying to um use the simulation software to sort of try and find out why things went wrong and then they'll go and edit their design and then they'll um and then they'll go and um uh rerun the simulation to make make sure things work. So um yeah, I mean design based simulation it's you know it's not it's not a silver bullet. It it's not going to eliminate every single error. Um but certainly doing it uh, I mean wh- why do we have uh, MOTs? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. Um, so um you know that's it's um, so it, it it can be used later on in in the process if something goes wrong, um, and and that's fine. Uh, but but at least have a go at doing it beforehand, mm. you know, t- to make sure that it, you think it's going to work. Mm. Otherwise, you, d- you just throw money down the drain. Mm. Really?
0: Yeah. No one wants to do
2: that. No.
1: No. no I'm I I thinking there's a lot of things I'd quite like to have simulation for <laughs> in my life. That's maybe at some point there will be, but not just yet.
2: <laughs>
0: So Rob, I also see you've got Space Claim mm, in yep. your portfolio. Can you tell us a bit more about that CAD product?
2: Yeah, so um, it's um, it's a CAD product. It's different to a lot of CAD products because it's a it's a direct modeller. Um, so um, uh, lots of people, especially at university, would have would have likely have been been taught parametric based modellers like SolidWorks, Catia, Creo, um, and they're all based on on some sort of um, history tree so you sort of you, you amend the design by going through the structure tree space claim is a direct modeler which means everything that you do you do directly on on the model um that makes it very fast so it makes it really good for manufacturing uh, engineers um it makes it really good for things like reverse engineering so if we receive um a, uh, a scan of a of a, of a, of a product, um, we can quickly bring that in and work with that data and, and reverse engineer and, and modify the geometry. Um, if we're a manufacturing engineer, we often have to design jigs and fixtures to produce products. So again, if we're importing a file, it's not quite what we need. We can very quickly make changes on the model, um, which is a lot harder to do uh, on parametric-based modelers. So again, it is... It is um used for specific use cases, um, you know anything to do with quick design, um, concept design, uh, reverse engineering, 3 d printing, sheet metal, um, space game is perfect for. Mm. Um, parametric modelers are very, very good um, when it comes to detailed design. you know if, if you're designing something complex from the from the ground up you you, you kind of do need more of a structured tree you you kind of need each and every step of what's happening from an auditability perspective and that's fine but not everyone's doing that um and um you know we find that businesses that use space claim are able to do things much much faster Mm. for what they needed to do compared to um you know buying something that perhaps they've just they've learned uh, you know at university or, or or perhaps it's they've been using it for a long time actually if they if they switch they can often um save um quite a bit of time the other thing that we've seen quite a lot is um businesses forcing companies to subscription models um which um which is good for some businesses if if they want to limit initial um investment um but for others it, c- it can get quite expensive so space claims are quite flexible in terms of how you actually license the product um as um as as well so that's that's quite attractive for a lot of our a lot of our a lot of our customers um and the reality is if we're being completely honest CAD systems um they are advancing um you know but but there's not you know it's 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 quite it's it's quite a mature product now mm-hmm. you know so um having flexible licensing models and uh you know a, a low investment again compared to Many of the solutions on the market is important because CAD's just CAD, yeah. you know. Uh, simulation is, um, I guess, a, a bit more, a bit more interesting. Yeah. Um, CAD's CAD. I, would, I wouldn't say it's a commodity. Well, I, I guess it kind of is. So um, yeah, we, we just serve as very specific um, use cases where we know the products, the products better. Um, but for for other use cases, other CAD tools will will be better. Yeah.
1: I suppose where it's quite a saturated market, that's where it stands out, isn't it, is that flexibility and the fact that you know, you're, not, you're not being but having to, like you say, a subscription model and all those other things. It's going to make it stand out a bit more. Yeah. yeah. You, t- you talked as well about, I mean, obviously you mentioned some of the training that, that you can give and, and on, on some of the products, but software is, that, you know, is a big investment. So, so what support do you as a company offer? engineers to get up and running with this these software programs
2: well i, I think it starts with the sales process mm. you know uh, let, let's let's go back before someone's even bought a product um you know what, what what we like to do is we um we actively encourage um you know number one that they um tell us about their business of course and they send us some of their data if they're allowed to and the first step for us is, is to demonstrate that the product um will work for them it will solve that problem whether that's Trying to speed up CAD or perhaps it is, is, is simulation. the next thing that we uh, encourage is that they do you know take a trial of that product and they use it you know for themselves and by by going down that trial they're they're almost sort of training themselves <coughs> as they go um, already so we like to you know we, we don't want to upset anyone we, we like to prove that it will that it will work before they've even uh, before they've even gone and uh, gone and bought something um, and so, typically, naturally, you have less problems mm. down 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 the line. And so, we, do, we 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 put a lot of effort in, into that. Um, of course, when they buy the product, um, they get support from uh, from us. Um, we try and keep things simple. Um, we don't like ticket systems. You know, we, we we don't want if they want to drop us an email, that's fine. But we're not going to make a customer log a support ticket. Um, talk to some um, AI robot mm. there's a direct line you know and and Tim Tim is the other um, director he's a uh, a lot more technical and, and smarter than me but he you know he deals with um, a lot of the support cases um, you know personally so people will speak directly um to to him so we just we just like to make things easy for for, for our customers um you know we like to be ac- uh, uh, accessible. Um, so that's what we do from a support perspective. Um, and then of course, um, we also provide the, the training services. Um, but again, we, we, we like to keep things simple. You know, um, if they pay for a training course, we're not going to charge them per participant. You know, they'll pay a fee and they can have mm. as many as they want trained because to us, more people trained means better usage of the product. Hopefully they might buy a, a few more licenses from us. Yeah, people so, more. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we're not doing anything magical, I, I don't think. We just try and keep things simple. You mm-hmm. know, if you need to pick up a phone, uh, you can speak to us. If you want training, um, you know, you can have it online, you can have it, you know, on site. Um, so yeah, we just like to keep things simple. We're a small business ourselves. We, we, we care about our customers. Um, and and um, that's evidence, you know, a, a lot of them have been with us for, for many, many, many years. So um, hopefully that will continue. So um, yeah, no, nothing magical.
1: Nothing magical, but very interesting.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's, um, it's a nice window that you've given us into the world of um, design, product design. Um, and supports I think that's half of the battle with software products isn't it definitely to to help people innovate more which is great
1: and I like the fact that you started off saying that you want to empower businesses because I think that's a positive way of looking at it you know you give people more tools and then they're better equipped to go and do bigger better things so I mean thank you for telling us all about it and managing to stay close to your mic well yeah, done, did well. Well, well, done. <laughs> <laughs> well how can people what's the best way for people to get in touch with you obviously we're going to put some links on this episode and we'll you know make sure people can contact you that way but also how, what's the best way for people to get in touch yeah you to find I mean out
2: more? I'll, yeah our website I'll, I won't read it out I'm sure you'll put it as, as a link um you know you can ring us directly um I think also we've we've ran quite a few webinars on the products that we've that we've spoke about today. Um, I'll give you the links. Um, right. If people want to have a a bit of a look at at those products in action they they can. Um, and we're always at the shows. I mean, brilliant. We'll, we'll be seeing you there as well. So um, we'll be you know, seeing you there. there. We'll yeah. be seeing
1: you there. You can go on and have a chat with Rob in person, just like we are today. We thoroughly recommend it, don't we? We thoroughly yeah. recommend it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rob. Thank you so much. All right, <laughs> nice brilliant. Okay, bye. Bye.